welcome to Tripping with Friends, a travel podcast. My name is Curtis. I'm your host. Thanks for listening. It's good to be back. I took a few weeks off, so it's nice to be here with a new episode for you. I invited Christina, my lovely wife, to join me once again. As much as I love getting on a plane and going to Europe, that type of trip takes a lot of planning, and it certainly takes time to save up money to pay for that type of trip. And because of our jobs and the ages of our children, right now we could only go to Europe once a year if we're lucky. So sometimes you just need an easy weekend getaway. Because I live in northwest Georgia, we can get to a decent number of southern destination cities within a four to six hour drive. For our latest getaway without the kids, we chose to go to Greenville, South Carolina. And whether you're looking for a getaway with your partner or looking for a place to take the whole family for a couple days, consider adding Greenville to your list. Let's bring on Christina to share all the details. Christina, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Curtis. I'm glad to be here again. It's nice to have you back. Thanks. Repeat visitor. Repeat visitor. Yes, I'm, I was available. We have just gotten back from Greenville. Yes. And before we dive into what we did and what we would recommend, I want to share some of the parameters we put on our weekend. So we knew that we only had about two nights to escape. So we kind of drew a four hour radius around where we live Mm -hmm. and and tried to identify options that were convenient for us because we knew we wanted to drive and we knew we wanted to not spend the whole time driving in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at the Southeast, there's a couple of cities that are, you know, right off the bat are great places to go and visit. You've got your Charleston, you've got your Savannah's, your Nashville's, your Asheville. And then I, I think of, of another couple that are great choices, but for us are right in our backyard. So Atlanta is out, Chattanooga is out just because those are places that we go to a lot. And And we've been to Gatlinburg the past couple of years at Christmas time. So yeah, so that was out too. Yeah. So if we're trying to find uh, like a metro metropolitan area that's within four hours of us, um, maybe the only other one that I left out was Birmingham, but that's where I'm from. So we, we We go there and check, check a few off. So we threw out the idea of Greenville and Greenville, South Carolina is a great weekend town. And we really want to share with you some of the reasons why you should put it on your travel list for a weekend getaway particularly if you're in the Southeast. Right. It, it was easy to get to. There was lots of things to do. And, you know, our, our parameters were different for what option, you know, for what things we had available because of COVID. So sure. we, we knew we needed some place with a lot of outdoor activities and a place that wasn't going to be a lot of museums or things that are inside like what we normally do. Yeah. So if you, if you think about Greenville, it's really come on the map, I'd say within the past 20 years. And part of that is because of some decisions that the city made back around 2000 to really revitalize their downtown. Um, they always had a downtown. It had some, some nice little small town aspects to it, but they really decided that, hey, we need to invest in our downtown and it really began around this area called Reedy River Park. And Reedy River Park has a beautiful- Falls Park. 
Falls Park, something like that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's on the Reedy River, but it's called Falls Park. Right. And so this was a park that had been there for some time, but they really kind of reconfigured it and made the focus of the park be the beautiful waterfall that's there. It's right in the middle mm-hmm. of downtown. And when I used to live in Greenville back in the 90s, Falls Park was covered up by uh, unsightly overpass. And it wasn't a place that really looked all that good, and or, nor did you really feel safe there, particularly mm-hmm. in the evening. So they removed that overpass and really designed a, an amazing park that's beautiful. And then once that park was in place, you just saw development build up around it. And so now that area is surrounded by hotels and restaurants and boutiques, mm-hmm. and it's also walkable, not to mention it's beautiful. Yes, that's true. One of the things I liked about that area was, you know, the, the Falls Park itself is such a nice place to just go and sit if you want to people watch or go and um, play in the river right there because there are some spots, you know, that you could get in if, if it's if you've got your kids with you. That's a good option because you can, you know, just dip your feet in. I mean, it's definitely not a swimming area. It's more of a climbing on the rocks, playing in the shallows kind of an area. But they did such a good job. And I only have a reference from the pictures on like the historical markers that they have there. They did a good job focusing on the natural elements that they do have. And it created a a very, like you said, walkable, but just, you know, a place that you can just hang out. I mean, there was a big, um, you know, there are big grassy areas that you could go and have a picnic or we sat on a porch swing type thing, just watching, watching people walk by and watching the river and watching the waterfall. And there's, there's lots of live music there periodically, mm-hmm. just, just on the other side of the park. So it's really a, the place that the city congregates and then yeah. surrounding it are so many options for nightlife entertainment even even during covid there was lots of people out there were lots uh, of people out, to yeah. the point where he made us a little nervous and, and we certain, had to wear masks sometimes yeah. while we were outside because it all of the restaurants had took taken the tables outside so you could have outdoor seating but then that made the sidewalk yeah. significantly smaller but the amphitheater that you were talking about where they play music a lot is really well designed because you can hear it all over downtown you don't just have to be at the amphitheater to have the ambiance of the music. You can be at a restaurant across the river or even in Falls Park. You could hear the music and enjoy it down there. So they, that's, a, that's another cool thing. Our hotel was right near, a block or two away from Reedy River Park and super walkable. We stayed at the West End. In full disclosure, we did use some Marriott points, but it was only about $160. So yeah, to me, that's really reasonable to make for an affordable getaway. We can get away in someplace that's nice. You know, Mm -hmm. we we certainly weren't slumming it and we weren't having to empty the bank. Mm -hmm. So the other thing that Greenville has done, which was really smart was they turned an old railroad line or railroad bed into a trail. And this is called the swamp rabbit trail and it runs through the heart of downtown, right past Reedy River Falls. And then it go, extends north of the city and then t- to the south. Mm-hmm. And 
it also connects some smaller trails so that downtown has become even more walkable than it used to be. And so when we were there, we walked from downtown from our hotel to the zoo and had Mm -hmm. just a wonderful walk kind of along the river, really scenic. And then the next day we went up to Furman university, which is a couple miles north of downtown, which is where I went to college. So we're very familiar with that area. Furman itself is a fantastic place to visit and go and walk. Gorgeous campus when it's open, whenever it opens back up. (laughs) It was closed when we were there, but we were certainly familiar with it. But the Swamp Rabbit runs adjacent to Furman. So we parked outside of the Furman campus. And then we walked the Swamp Rabbit probably about four miles north of Furman. Of Furman, yeah. To a little, little town called Traveler's Rest. And Traveler's Rest is very small. When I lived there, there was no reason for you to go to Traveler's Rest. It was not even a place that we considered going. But now, because of the Swamp Rabbit, there has been restaurants and shops and breweries that have grown up around the Swamp Rabbit Trail in Traveler's Rest, Mm -hmm. so that it has become a destination for people to go and hang out and rest while they're on the trail. And then also you know, it's really kind of changed the identity of Traveler's Rest and it's increased the property values and it's made it a place that people are going now because of that trail. What did you think of walking on the Swamp Rabbit? It was a really great um, walk. It was shaded in a lot of places. So, you know, (laughs) being in a South Carolina summer is never pleasant. So that made it doable. And you know, there were other people out, a lot of people riding bikes. It was, it seemed to be more of a bike culture, but we were never, you know, unwelcome because we were walking. We were not um, run over or anything like that. Like it was still, it was still fun to walk. It was just, it was really beautiful because you did, you walked along the river for a while and then you go downtown areas you can walk by the river and then then you walk by Furman and and you get glimpses of the campus which is pretty and and then the forest they had little areas to stop off and um, there was little parks things like that things to see and then you get to traveler's rest and you have a place to eat and a place to rest (laughs) uh, and hang out it's really designed for your active folks that are getting out and riding and, mm-hmm. and running, but it's also designed for families. And so I think that's another reason why Greenville is a place that you should consider going, particularly if you live in the South is because it's such a great little family getaway. You've got the outdoor activities. If your kids are of biking age, you can bike on the swamp rabbit. They have the zoo, they've got a children's museum. And then you just have the, the outdoor spaces that are just nice. And then mm-hmm. for, from a parent's perspective, you've got the great restaurants, you've got your really nice places, and then you've got your more casual offerings, but you really can't go wrong. We had some great food while we were there. Shout out to Sobeys, which is a great kind of local downtown institution. Mm-hmm. Really, really good food there. Yeah. And then there's several breweries and uh, I think it's just a nice little food culture. I'd say the one thing that we did not do that is notable is that there is, is that Greenville is not far from the mountains. So 30 minute drive, you can get up to the foothills of the Appalachians and really find some nice hiking. So if you've got, if you really want to get outside, there's, there's so much for you to do at Greenville. 
Are we going to talk any more about the food? You want, let's talk about food. Christina wants to talk about food. <laughs> I always want to talk about food. <laughs> and, and it seems like, before I say this, it seems like that Greenville's got a lot of little shops that are not the big chains. So they're locally owned and uh, just have a real hometown kind of a feel. Uh, we went to this biscuit. Was it Maple Street Biscuit? Yeah, and which I just, do think is a chain, but... Oh, it is. It might I be. I don't know, but it but was. It, it was matter. cool. Great. It was cool anyway. It um, it didn't feel like a chain because the biscuits. You know, we saw them making the biscuits. It had fresh squeezed orange juice, but just really, really good food with different uh, options. I mean, the it wasn't the normal um, breakfast biscuit. You could get that, but they also had some really cool choices. And then we took it and ate it uh, downtown and in a neat little public area and got to people watch and eat in, you know, the great outdoors. And it was, it was really, it was a cool thing. Yeah. And that was the same day that there was a farmer's market going on downtown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They had blocked off the main street for the farmer's market. I mean, normally they don't do this, but they were limiting the number of people that could get in there for, for COVID sake. And we, um, a lot of, a lot of good food options, a lot of good smaller places that, that have good quality food. It was, it was delicious. I guess to sum up, I would say that if you're based down here in the South, put Greenville on your list. And the, the other towns that we missed, where the other cities that we mentioned at the beginning are all fantastic. This right. was really just a great option for us. And it, it was a place that we had a lot of familiar, familiarity of, but we were able to go there at a time where we didn't have a wedding to go to or some sort of event, we're able to go and just be there for two days and That's enjoy, true. enjoy the town for some of the aspects that we really enjoy. That's true. Cause every other time we've been has been for an event. And so, you know, you, you go to the event, but you don't really have time to, we didn't really have time to get into all of that, all that Greenville has, but this was a good opportunity for that. Yeah. So Christina, Thank you for being on the podcast yet again. Thank you, Curtis, for having me. I look forward to traveling somewhere new in the near future so that we can talk about it some more. Let's hope it's near future and not far future. Agreed. And that's it. I hope that you're all staying safe and making good decisions. While we were in Greenville, we were masked anytime we were near others. We gave our hotel room an extra cleaning before moving in. Travel is hard right now, but I think you can do it if you are responsible and smart. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share this episode if you know someone that might enjoy it. I'm Curtis. Until next time.